Welcome back to Bible study, to uh, Paul's letter to the Galatian church. Welcome back to John and to Derek. It's good to be back, good to be back. Well, we'll know by the end of this Bible study. But this is one of those sort of passages of Paul's writings which are unambiguous. Um, and I think you're going to read, uh, Derek. Yes. I, I didn't, we didn't agree where we're going to end it, but I think it's <coughs> obvious. Um, I think from verse 19 to 25. Okay, great. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Thank you very much. Shall we pray? Lord, we are conscious of our, our own uh, failings and of this, um, the sinful nature and, and yet, Lord, all, all the more clearly are we conscious of, of your salvation, your goodness and your grace and your forgiveness and your mercy. And, and we pray, Lord, that we wouldn't um, take this lightly and help us to hear from you, each one of us, uh, what you would want to say, maybe from one word, from one verse or from one thing that is said uh, by one of us here. We just ask, Lord, that we will be receptive to you as we study your word this hour. Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah, so it's not, it's, it seems pretty clear, you know, the list, as it were, but then he says, and the like, which I think we mentioned last week. Um, but is there a hierarchy? Uh, you know, is one sin, ask John first, is one sin worse than another? I don't believe so. I mean, it, 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 in Proverbs, of course, he does list, doesn't it? The, the, the six things I hate, no seven. And he does yeah. that a number of times. Mm. Is that saying there's a hierarchy of sin? Well, sin, sin, isn't it? Yeah. And um, I think that's all we need to concentrate. If we, if, otherwise, we get distracted and think, oh, I can get away with that, but perhaps <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, no, sin is sin. Yeah. So I don't believe this is a hierarchy. I believe they're just sensibly ordered in mm. different areas, mm. but, but I don't believe it's a hierarchy. No, no. Except it's interesting to see, perhaps there is a hierarchy, because w when we look at them, we'll see the first sins include sexual sin. Mm. It, it, they include other things as well, but sexual sin is included in those. And the thing about sexual sin, it tells us in, in 1 Corinthians 7, I think it is, is that sexual sin, you sin against your own body. Mm. It's the only sin in which you sin against your own body. We might explore that in, mm. in, in due yeah. course. Yeah. 
Mm. So, so in terms of hierarchy, it's sense. Oh, go on. Yeah, go on. Well, yeah, just to, I mean, I agree with. I what... never get a chance to answer my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Derek. Well, I just want to clarify that some sins are worse than others. Yes. I know John yeah. saying there isn't a hierarchy here. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, but there are some sins that are worse and than I, others. Now, for instance, mm. Jesus said to uh, about Pilate. Mm. Well, he basically said the sin of Judas is worse than the sin of Pilate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, or for instance, yeah. if I really hated somebody, mm. it is worse if I actually put action to that and kill them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're not saying all, all sin offends God. Yeah. And all sin in a sense is infinite because it's a sin against an infinite God. But, but there are some sins that are worse mm. than others. Mm. But we're not saying, for instance, and I think that's what right. John was saying, we're not saying sexual sins yeah. are like worse than... That's right. Another sin, like yeah. the necessary, even the sin of worry, because they're all, you know, yeah, we, that's right. they're not like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, what I was going to say was that those who who don't um, honour the scriptures, let's say, it's a wide group, um, would would say that some are not sin, and that's that's where they've created, or the enemy has created a hierarchy by actually diminishing s some sins to say they're not really. In fact, they would say they're very good. <laughs> you know, that's the devil's extreme take on some of this stuff, is that actually, don't go into all this judgmental, negative, you know, old-fashioned Victorian Christian view of sin, you know, be liberated from it, so. Their idea so. of sin is crime, you know. Yeah, yeah. As long as mm -hmm. I stay out of jail, then I'm basically, haven't that's sinned. That's it. But of course, our definition and God's definition is, it's anything that falls short of the glory of God. Yeah. So we have a much higher standard that we're That's operating right. exactly. by. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I think if we would, if, if the Lord was to show us our sinfulness, we'd be absolutely horrified. Uh, um, uh, you know, we, these are particular things that are itemized. But the fact is, you know, the humankind lives in a state of sin. Uh, you know, from waking breath to waking breath. We, we haven't got a clue. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That is a condition. Yeah. Um, it, it's not something that happens from time to time. It's a condition. And within that condition, we'd also do these yeah. things. And the heart is deceitful. So this sort of yeah. non-recognition above all things, you know, that, yes. you know, you're in denial mm. that, that, that you are sinning even. Yeah. yeah. It's a danger. It's a danger for Christians. And, and before we even look at the, the yeah, list, the list yeah. I think it's worth pointing out, when he says the works of the flesh are evident, mm. he speaks as if the, the flesh has a nature of its own, with its own desires, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's got its own nature. So uh, what he's saying is this is equally true for Christian flesh as it is for mm. non-Christian flesh. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, your flesh is not going to get any better. This is the nature of the flesh. Yeah. And, and however advanced you are spiritually, this is still the nature of your flesh. Yeah. Sh should you choose to live apart from God, mm. you, you would start manifesting these things. Mm. And another interesting point is that the nature, so, so that you understand what the nature of your flesh is, the nature of the flesh is seen by what is manifested when you yield to it. All right. So a lot of these things are just potentialities in us because we haven't, praise God, yeah. we haven't actually yielded to these things mm. in our lives. Maybe yeah. we can recognize that we have in one or two of these, but, it, yeah. but, but 
But, in, but, that, but the nature of the flesh, all those things are, yeah. are there in our flesh hmm. as aspects of our rebellion against God. Uh, but Paul is saying, look, if you want to see what your flesh is really like, yeah. this is when it's manifested. When, you, when somebody yields to the flesh, these kind of things start being but, shown. But the, he, he's basically saying, what you, you know, in your version it says um, evident, in mine it says obvious. He, he's, he's saying the, these are not, it's not subjective, the, the, this, it's objective. Yes. The, the, this is sin. Mm. And the other thought that came to me is, is years ago a lecturer um, was, you know, in, in our um, uh, science lecture, uh, was saying, well, this is obvious. And a student put his hand up and said, no, it isn't obvious. Um, and he said, no, you're right. Yeah, no, it isn't obvious until I've explained it to you. But in this case, it is obvious. Yeah. It doesn't actually need much explanation. It is, as you say, evident. It's obvious. Yeah. It's, not, um, it's not subject to debate or nuance. It's, yeah. it's clear. And, and he's, he's, I know I said this, but he's saying, look, this is, when the flesh is in manifestation, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Right? But just because it's not in manifestation doesn't mean you don't have that in you, in your flesh. Mm. You know what I mean? These things reveal what the nature of your flesh is. Yeah. So therefore, if this should, in other words, this is to help us realize I'm not to walk by the law and I'm not to walk in the flesh because <coughs> that's all the flesh is. The flesh is no good. Mm. I can't produce anything good from my flesh, so I need to abandon the attempt yeah. because yeah. your flesh does not get better. Yeah. What you get better at is learning to live by the Spirit, and then the flesh b begins to shut down, you know, you know. But, but the flesh itself will always be like this. Yeah. yeah. It's not savable. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always intrigued, John, when you lift up the, the, Luther, <laughs> no. the Luther books. I'm sure he has yeah, quite a lot to no, say no, about this. Not, not particularly, yeah. but I, I, I was just thinking how, the, how this, you know, the, he's, he, he's writing to the church. He's writing to the church, and, and therefore we must deduce that most of those people who say they're members of the church, most of them are saved. Mm. Um, and it, it relates to, you know, in, in, chap in verse 15, which we discussed before, yep. but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you consume one another. Well, that is a, a work of the flesh. It's, it, it, mm. it, it's all included in here. And, and it's right, this is the nature of the flesh. Uh, um, and any one of us could rise and do this at any time. And it's a, it, it, it's, yeah. it's a sobering thought, yeah. actually. It's very easy, I wouldn't do that. But under certain circumstances, you might. And that's why it's so important to stick close to the Holy Spirit. Yes. If, 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 if we don't, you know, we, we will just, what will happen is, is division will just be rife. Mm. The, the Word of God will be jettisoned and everyone will have their own truth and, mm. and, 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 and will do what they want. It, we have to stick close to the Spirit. Yes. We cannot navigate this in our own strength. In interesting one you said about it rising up within any one of us. The, the, um, uh, if you remember the murder of Jamie Bulger in Liverpool, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. There I remember it because on the TV screens there was a lot of analysis by child psychologists and the unit. And then uh, in the studio they had the Bishop of Liverpool, David Shepherd. So I don't know, it must be 30, 40 years ago. And he just made one comment. He said, this just shows how evil can rise up within any one of us. Yes. He triggered that memory and, I, and he said it. It's nothing to do with psychology, <coughs> it's no, evil. It's there, 
picture, is there, biding its time, bubbling around, waiting. Yeah. So, unless there are further introductory comments, maybe we could actually look at. at so this. it's like we need to really appreciate the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. As John said, because if we realise that, then we'll we'll stay close to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because any true goodness, any true love, any true kindness is, is the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Mm. It's not, our flesh might be able to imitate, mm. but the reality of it can only be produced yeah. by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here we are, the list, list. He, uh, that, that is obvious, um, so you almost don't need to analyze it, but it, do, it does break down. It does break down into different categories, and I'm saying that because I know that Derek has, has a list. Yeah, can, well, uh, yeah. Go on, John. You, you no, I'd just further. like to make a general observation yeah. beforehand, um, which might seem to be so obvious. But let's just take something that we probably, most men can identify with as a pretty girl, especially when we were younger, you know, you have uh, ungodly thoughts or whatever. Yeah. But we're told, you know, and, 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 and what happens is your flesh starts to justify. Say, well, that's right, she's pretty girly, yeah. we're obviously attracted to each other, whatever. and your flesh will justify itself. But, back to Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I that live, but Christ in me. Therefore, you know, is this thought Christ-like? Mm -hmm. Immediately you can say, no, if, 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 I'm living, if Christ is living his life through me, if, if my life is the life of Christ being worked out through yeah. me, none of these can justify themselves, yeah. not one. But the flesh is a must. Let not sin itself. reign in your mortal yeah. bodies, yeah. in your mm. sinful bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting you, you mentioned about is it Christ-like because that's the other insinuation that the, you know, in film um, portrayals of the Lord, they try and make <laughs> it appear as though the Lord, the sinless Lord Jesus was actually sinful. Yeah, they, 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 all and the time. So they try and insinuate that in... Yeah. Films that I haven't watched, but I've just heard about, like The Last Temptation of Christ yeah. and all of that jazz. Yeah. Um, it's just um, fake. Blasphemous. Mm, yeah. Blasphemous. It is. It is. Not that he wouldn't have been tempted, of course, because he That's was right. tempted in every way. But, That's right. But uh, he didn't sin. That's right, exactly. No, this was very much portraying him as, as actually yeah. um, getting into it. Um, so, um, so the first four are sexual. Yeah. Okay. Just to so let's just read them out. Which the, so it's um, if we, if we, John, do you want to read out those first four? Yeah. Um, it's first ad adultery, yeah. fornication, uncleanness, and lewdness. Now I've got a little side note here that says that um, that uh, another text omits adultery and sexual immorality. But uh, mm. I don't think that matters. I think well, in mine, it says sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Yeah, I think we. Yes, I think it's sure just that the they're included. They're, yes. they're included Within in another that. title if it's missing from an, another. Yeah, the, the one that's missing in some is adultery. Yeah, but adultery is covered under the next one, which yeah, is fornication. fornication. Yeah. yeah. So adultery, of course, we all know what that is: as yeah. the breaking of the marriage covenant. Mm. sexual unfaithfulness in mm. the marriage covenant. Mm. But that's a special case of the next one anyway, which is fornication. Which is anything outside any, marriage. Any kind of immoral, immoral yeah. sexual activity outside marriage, mm. yes. Mm. Uh, and it's the word porneia. Mm. And um, its connected words would be pornos, which is a mm. prostitute. And of course, pornography, that's where mm. we get the word pornography from. Mm. And, uh, but it, it, it's, it's pornography really is mental prostitution. Mm. So it's, it's, it, it would include that too. Mm. So it was not just actually 
having uh, sexual relations, mm. but it would also be having imaginary sexual relations, mm. as it were, mm. through through pornography. Mm. Um, so that covers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people can probably relate to that as a manifestation of, of yeah. the flesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, uncleanness, akath. Acarthasia is it's just occurred to me actually that that scripture that just says husbands love your wives. I mean, I haven't thought of it yeah. before, but if that's your, it's a protection against this. Yes. Mm. It's not just love your wives. Oh, I, I love you, dear. You know, the yes. peck on the cheek. No. But without going into too many details, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. Well, uncleanness, I think. Um, speaks of dirty, lewd thoughts that lead yeah. to unclean actions. Yeah. And of course, there are unclean spirits yeah. that, that work through that as well. Yeah. So again, it's just, um, he's painting, you know, different areas mm. of the flesh. So some, so it's not just the outward action, it's, it's also the, the unclean thoughts. Yeah. So just, uh, it's good to go into the detail. Just give, give us the four categories first, and then we'll go back to this, right. um, you know, a particular one. So we, the first... Category is the sexual category. It's the category. sexual immorality, yeah. The second one is, is more like religious sins. Yeah, uh, which, which is... Idolatry and, and witchcraft. witchcraft. Yeah. Um, or spiritual sins, you might say. Yeah. Um, the next bunch deal with personal relationships. Yeah. And then the last two deal with uh, intemperance. And, and, and so personal relationships, what if you, I, I don't know whether you haven't got it in front of you now, John, but I, I've got <coughs> hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage. Yeah, they're sort of rivalry, aren't they, really? That's, that's so there's a whole bunch have I got the right, the right four for that? Um, no, there's more than four. There's a whole uh, hold bunch. Hold on. Okay, so yeah. selfish <coughs> ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, that's all under the category of relationships. And, and murders. Yeah. Oh, have I missed out murder? Oops. Okay, got it. So, yes, that seems to be Paul's main emphasis, actually, yeah. is, is on those. Yeah, yeah, because it's more than the others. You yeah. Know? yeah. And then the last two is kind of drunkenness, revelries. It's kind of intemperance. Right. Uh, right. You could add in gluttony there, for example. Yeah. Uh, in, in that category. So four categories. Um, sexual, religious, relationships, and intemperance. There you go. Okay, so back to your... So uh, uncleanness is, um, we talked about that, um, particularly unclean thoughts that lead to the unclean actions. Mm. So he's, I think he's pointing out that it's the nature of the flesh, it's, it, it's, it's not just your outward actions, it, it manifests in your th impure thoughts. Mm. Mm. You know, that's, that's what the nature of, of the flesh is doing in you. Mm. It, it's creating these, these unclean thoughts, which then may well lead to actions. actions. Yeah. Uh, and and really, I suppose part of this is to so that we can recognise when the flesh is yeah. being the leader in our life. Mm. You know, this is the kind of thing it, it will produce. Mm. And then the fourth one, lewdness or lasciviousness, is again a wild, undisciplined living marked by unbridled sex. Can I just promiscuity? Okay, so can I just do a, do a little stop? point there and say that this is the culture in which we live, all the entertainment channels are immersing the viewer in this. Yes. Mm. Um, children's, even children's programs are encouraging <laughs> this. Yeah. 
and um, it's completely explicit. In fact, every single one of these are encouraged in our modern culture. Yes, this is the sexual revolution, isn't it? That is yeah. basically saying these things are not to be, you know, th these things are good. These are part of who yeah. we are and we should celebrate them. <laughs> the unrestrained yeah. use of them. Yeah. John, you've got your glasses on. Looking <coughs> no, no, no. I thought you were going to no, find not, another not quote. At the, not at the moment. I'm Luther, okay. Through my so, glass, I'll okay. help me think. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, this, this next thing, yes, uh, part of, I, just to complete the Please. definition yeah. of this word, kind of explains how this word is different from the others. And, and really... What, lewdness. And particularly fits with what you said about, um, yes, the word translated lewdness, which is aselgeia. Selgeia. Open, shameless, brazen display of immorality and uncleanness as if it's something to be proud of. Yeah. So in other words, all of those other things, you, you might do them, but they might, you, you know you're ashamed of that. Yeah. Okay. But when the sin is reached, you know, a really bad state, yeah. you actually celebrate it. Flaunt you are it. proud of it. Yeah. You, know, you, you flaunt it. You, and you, that, to be honest, a brazen again, display of immorality. That says it all. And I, I see it, I'm afraid. You know, I live in a coastal area. You know, they, they've been taken over by it. It's not, there's no family, family fun anymore on, on the beach. It's lewdness has, take, has taken over. And um, it's, um, without mentioning my town, I might get sued <laughs> by my local council. But, but you see it everywhere now. It's like a maturing of this, this whole corruption and perversion. Uh, yeah, lewdness. Read that, read that final line about brazen. That's I, thought good. Better than, I was thinking open, of the words. Open, shameless, brazen display of immorality yeah. as if it's something to be proud of. I know, I know. I know. It, it kind of is a bit like Sodom and Gomorrah. That's, you know, that's it. And you see it on these idea. parades as well, don't I, you? I know, without mentioning too much detail, but the yeah. fact is that's exactly what was going on in my mind. Yes. And, and we are the ones who are being pinned to the wall as though somehow we are in the wrong yeah. for pointing out that our scriptures condemn it. Yes. I mean, they do condemn it. They, I mean, they condemn the other stuff well, as well, yeah, but, but we live in a particular age where not only is it not condemned, it is brazenly encouraged. That's like, that's what I understand from this lewdness now. It's, some, it's the absolute opposite of saying that it's something to be shunned. It is something to be promoted. Promoted, celebrated. And, and so what we've got now, you, you've got, you know, Paul, for the most part, is writing here on an individual basis, but you've got corporate flesh rising against corporate spirit mm. and uh, it, ultimately it won't win we know that but in the meantime this tension is going on um, mm. where the corporate flesh the, the, the flesh of the world is trying to oppress and suppress yeah. the works of the spirit but even if it isn't the spirit there's a kind of modesty yes. that has been we've been robbed children are being robbed Absolutely. of modesty and you know it has to be said and I, you know it's big subject that we won't go into too much detail, yeah. John, but it, it's, um, there's an east-west element to this where there is, seems to be a lot more modesty and decorum in relationships that there, there may be hidden sins everywhere as there are because of the sinful nature, but, the, but this lewdness, 
I travel quite widely it's in the Western East. It's a Western thing, isn't it? We don't have it mm. in the East. Mm. No. This brazenly promoting things which are disgusting, basically. Yes. And, um, yeah, and even analysts have said, and this is what I said, I didn't want to go into too much detail, have said that this is one of the issues in the war. Mm. Yeah. It's not, that's not Putin saying it. No, no. It's Western analysts saying, saying it, this yeah. is like, this is one of the issues. Yes. It's a cultural From a Western side, yeah, that, that it's a battle over these issues. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I, when I, I, a few years ago, I, I was sort of being taunted on, on, a, on an interview in, in, the, in the BBC. And, um, uh, and I was being taunted over that verse that um, they misquoted it back to me, where it's, it says it's shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. And they said, you've said it's shameful, you've said this is shameful. No, I, I didn't. In fact, my arms are tied behind my back because I shouldn't even mention it. So I can't even defend myself against your accusation because it's shameful to even mention it. I'm not even saying it's shameful, I'm saying it's shameful to mention it. I may have misinterpreted that verse, but that's how I take it. Mm. That there's a limit to how much we... That's why Paul says it's obvious. Paul didn't. He, Paul could have written chapters, could he not, on these verses, expanding on what it means here and there. But actually, he's saying it's evident, it's obvious. Yeah. Everyone knows it, in, unless their consciences are so seared mm. that they don't notice it anymore. To those certainly who are spiritual, they should know without too much explanation mm. what it is. Sorry, I've sort of talked no, over you No, that's all right. I, that, mean, I just know, feel that this is... It, it is there's a, no hierarchy, and yet this, there is in terms of the devil. Yes. You know, he's... It, it's a kind of inverted hierarchy where this is the most virtuous yeah. that you should, you know, and indulge they start, in. they start with the children very, very young. Yeah. They get out of them Ludens. so young and start moulding their little minds. Yeah and their responses to what is acceptable and what isn't. So much so that our whole, you know, parliamentary chamber is polluted Totally by it. polluted, because they're of an age when, when they went through the education system as it was really changing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got that off my chest. Um, should we go into the detail again um, of it? Um, so now that's the sexual side. Mm. Shall we go on to the religious? Yeah. And yes. there are two here, which, of course, idolatry is a major one, really. Mm. That is, of course, when you give your greatest devotion to a person or a project or, or an object Anything other than God. Other than God, yeah. So this is false worship, really. Because we're built, really, to worship. Yeah. And if we don't worship God, we will end up worshipping something else. It's, yeah. it's that which we place the highest value on. Mm. And so Christians can have idols, obviously, yeah. because, you know, because we, it, it's really, we substitute God for things or other yeah. things, or even our own celebrity or our own money, or what, what, there's any number of idols. But that's, in a way, a core, the core sin is idolatry. It's not giving our worship to God, giving it to something else instead, mm. or someone else. Mm. Mm. It isn't necessarily worshipping Buddha, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by in Romans um, 2 when Paul's going down the list of, you know, um, 
you who, if you claim to be a Jew, you know, and, and then he says, those, if you, you say that people shouldn't commit adultery, you commit adultery. You, you say that people shouldn't have idols, you know, why do you rob temples? You who say that people should not have idols, you rob temples, and I've never fully understood. And mm, yeah. I just thought, well, again, as we're here in Bible study, can we just have a look at that verse and what he means by that in Romans chapter two? Uh, it's, it is obviously idolatry, but there's, he's saying um, in that passage, um, again, I only have it in the New International, but um, if you call yourself a Jew, you rely on the law, you brag about your relationship to God, and, and then it goes down, you're convinced you're a guide for the blind, a light for the dark. And then he says, you then who teach others, do you not also teach yourself? And it talks about stealing. And then at the bottom of, um, or halfway down the list, you who abhor idols, do you rob temples? In other words, you saying that idolatry is wrong, i.e., you know, born again Christians who, who would say this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. He's basically saying, um, and it's in verse um, 20, um, oh, I've lost it. Is it verse 22? Yes, 22. 22. 22, yeah. You say people shouldn't commit adultery, and then it says, you who abhor idols. I don't know how it says it in your... Yeah, you who abhor idols, do you rob temples? Rob temples. Okay, what's that? That's my question. Uh, the only one that came to me is that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and so we're robbing the temple of the Holy Spirit by having... Um, other idols. Yeah, I wonder we, we what are, he means. You know, we're, we're putting something else first before God. I'm saying it in another way, a roundabout way, what Derek just said. Yeah, I'm not... Oh, you haven't thought about never, that? No, you caught oh, yeah. me on that. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. you I'll know, notch that one up. When we do Romans, I'll, I'll <laughs> yes. explain it to you. Notch that one up. It's just one of those <laughs> ones that's sort of in my mind. It's always been an enigma, and I thought yeah, well, it must be... Yeah. That's uh, worth, I'll have to study on that one. Brilliant, okay. Yeah. Wait a few more weeks, folks. That's a trailer for, um, a, not a spoiler, a trailer for something down the track. Great. Just a little Thank point you. on idolatry. Yeah. In, in, you know, in the language, um, the word for worship and the word for service, you know, are very closely linked. Yeah, yeah. So in other words, when we serve God, that's a form of our worship to God. Mm. So worship isn't just when you're in a worship service. When you serve God, you're, you're worshiping him. Mm. And so it's, I like the word devotion, is, you know, it kind of covers the whole thing. We, yeah. Everything we do should be a devotion to God. So, yeah. so an idol might be your job because that's what you, you may not bow down and worship it, but you devote yourself to that, to the exclusion of, I've of seen God. That. Yeah, I've See seen what that. I mean? That is an idol. And, and that, is, that is the fundamental sin against God. So that is fal false worship. The next one is the other aspect of sorcery or witchcraft, pharmakeia. And this certainly would include um, the occult. Mm -hmm. The word talks about pharmakeia, of course, pharmacy, talking about mind-altering drugs that, were, that can change a person's personality and behavior. Um, but, and not, but often that was connected with witchcraft. spells and witchcraft and okay. all of that. So it, it probably basically... But it's a religion, so there are rituals, you know, is that a fair way to describe? Because you said these two are religious, idolatry and witchcraft. Yeah, so it's trying to, the occult is really trying to manipulate. So idolatry, of course, is substituting your worship for God. Yeah. 
But, and then sorcery is like when you're trying to manipulate spiritual powers, yeah. you mm. know, mm. Uh, and the occultic world. Mm. Um, mm. But again, that, that is a particularly serious form of, uh, yeah. of um, yeah. rebellion against God. Mm -hmm. And C.S. Lewis called it spiritual lust. That's interesting. Kind of the desire for spiritual power and knowledge outside of God. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like a spiritual lust. Mm. And um, often drugs are connected to that. Very interesting. Um, Very interesting. Um, you see idolatry, it, it can manifest in churches. Um, if there's too much control, if it's too heavy-handed, you know, you're quenching the spirit and it, you, you're... you're forced, as it were, to worship the system or to worship through and via the system. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't raise our hands here. And yeah. that, the, the story about um, the, 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 the chap went into the Kirk siding in Edinburgh, you know, and started saying, praise the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. the, the elder kind of, we don't praise the Lord here. <laughs> you know, it's a silly story, but it, it makes the point, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's possible. And I think the sort of charismatic churches are in danger, particularly with their worship teams. Yeah. The worship teams uh, entering into idolatry. I've said before, also said again, if I were a minister, a minister or a pastor of the church, which I never will be, I'd have the worship team at the back. Yeah. So they could only right. perform to the Lord and not to the audience. Mm -hmm. Because I think the temptation is too yeah. great. Yeah. I don't no, condemn good. them for it. That's good. They're human beings. Yeah. So remove the temptation, stick them at the back. But you see, I was <laughs> thinking um, that also there's a, there could be a sorcery in 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 this you can manipulate people yes. through music you jolly well can. through yeah. you know close your eyes now and you know and and with the drum of the words being yeah. repeated so not only is it in the idolatry category that can happen it's also in, the in church, sorcery as well yeah there can be a sorcery there yeah. I, certainly i you know been in services where there is there is a a, a palpable sense of controlling people you know in you know in the gifts yeah uh, which which isn't necessarily the manifestation of the gifts it's it's a kind of controlling thing yes uh, i've seen the genuine article as well but i'm just saying that we're we're here to learn yes you know to discern witchcraft, what what is right and what's yeah. wrong yes when you talk about witchcraft mm. there is as you say there's a wider definition we normally think of you know the attempt of to get hold of spiritual power apart yeah. from God the, yeah. in the occult. But yeah. um, it does say, I, can't, I couldn't give you a chapter and verse, but it's rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That's right. Yeah. Like that puzzled me as they seem to be two different things, you mm. know. Rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. But in a wider sense, witchcraft is what you're talking about, is, is the, uh, trying to control and override and manipulate um, was it manipulate and dominate mm. someone yeah. else, override their free will. Mm. Mm. And, if you, and the, the way that connects with rebellion is that any person's free will is a manifestation of God's de delegated authority upon them. That's your authority over your own life. Mm. So if I try and manipulate you or dominate you and try to override your free will, I'm actually in a spirit of rebellion as yeah. well against the, your God-given authority over your own life. I'm yeah. trying to control you mm. beyond my right mm. to do that. Mm. So, um, Very interesting. You know, so there it's, you have to discern these things because 
you know, obviously as a pastor, you do have to, when you have a large number of people, you, you have to order the service, you know, you, to some degree. You have the right to do that. Mm. Yeah. So you're not overriding their free will. But if you are yourself yielding to that kind of controlling yeah. spirit, you can do a lot of damage to people by right. over, yeah. by an ab abusing your authority. Yeah, I know I was simplifying it, but the, the, you know, someone can get touched by the Lord and can go down in the spirit, but when you see them literally pushing them and, and they're trying to hold it back, and that, that for me is just a physical example yes. of trying to literally dominate yes. um, someone and, it's interesting and that push them over. He calls, when we talk about witchcraft, he says it's a work of the flesh. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we just tend to think of d demons with witchcraft, mm. but but in a sense, there can be a simple. You know, you're just operating in the flesh, trying to control people. Yeah. But if you if you yield to the flesh, you actually start. You know, yeah. you often if you try and control people through anger, or through speaking evil prayers over them or speaking mm. negative words, curses over them. Mm. You're operating in a spirit of witchcraft. Uh, and whether you realize it or not, you could be releasing demonic powers. That's quite serious. So I have been in prayer meetings. It starts meetings. as a work of the flesh, but it can, it can yeah. quickly open up to the demonic. Yeah, of course, yes. Sorry, you've been in a... No, no, no. Where I, you, know, you, you, you can tell the wording of the prayer is, is not really focused on the Lord, it's, it is very much focused on manipulating the room, without going into too many details. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a difficult one, you need real wisdom there. So, and then um, the next category. The next category are all to do with, with personal relationships. And yeah. yeah. This is what Paul seems a big to one, be isn't it? focused a big one. on a lot, because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking possibly, well, no, I don't know, but, it, but in terms of church life, you're probably focused most on these, you know, mm. that, um, you know, relationships breaking down and all that. Yeah. And it's, it's because of people yielding to the flesh, really. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, but this yeah. list is almost, you know, it, it's also almost in a family as well, you know, and the church is like a family. Yeah. Yeah. So you have things like, you know, well, the first jealousy, fits of rage, it's all. The first one is like hatred, which really is hostility having personal enemies, yeah. um, just people who cannot get along with one another. Yeah. No, we think, oh, well, that, that happens. No, that's the flesh. Mm. You need to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, holding onto grudges, unforgiveness, that's all in this word. Mm. Um, echthra. echthra. That's a good word, isn't it? Hatred. But it, it's like, hold, not okay, you might struggle to forgive someone and you need the grace of God, but it's, it's kind of like a deliberate, just have, holding on to unforgiveness and malice. Treating people as, you know, they're, they're my enemy. Um, does your version say jealousy or envy? Contention. Oh, yeah, no. Yes, I, in my list, I've jealousies. got hatred, discord, je jealousy. Jealousies. Yeah. It does say jealousies. Yeah. Because mm. I remember you saying, what, you know, many weeks ago about the fact that God, um, that jealousy is for something that belongs to you, and envy is for something that doesn't belong to you. So, that the the devil has an is envious, but God is jealous yeah. um, for us, as it were. But. Is there another well, that, unpacking of this definition of jealousy here? 
Well, that's. I think the, the translators don't necessarily no. work by that distinction. No, okay, uh, fine. Which is the distinction in the English language. But that okay. particular word is zelos. So zelos. Zelos. Okay, uh, good enough. That's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so. interesting. Um, the one before that, contentions, mm. that's eris, yeah. which yeah. is actually party spirit. You right. Know, which is what you see in politics. I've discord. Course. I've got discord, discord in mind, yeah. which is oh. interesting, uh, similar. Oh, probably the King James's contentions then. Okay. Um, that's uh, f false misrepresentations, a mean spirit consumed with one's own self-interests and, uh, and ambitions that would rather split and divide than admit it's wrong or give an inch to the opponent. Mm. It blows issues out of proportion and it causes havoc rather than let, letting someone else have his way. Hmm. So that's, that's Very helpful, I think. Contentions. Yeah, I, with my kids growing up, I had all these little simple lines that I would trot out. And one was, envy leads to hatred and hatred leads to killing. Mm. You know, in other words, don't start. I know we have said again, there are no hierarchy, but there, there are sometimes there's a follow on yes. from one to another to another in, yes. in relationships. Mm. And if you allow one area, you know, which may be, may be within your heart to, as it were, to fertilize, then, you know, the others can be, you know, exactly. follow on. Exactly. Yeah. The next one, as you pointed out, mm. should really be, tr it's tr jealousies, isn't it? But it should, mm. if we're talking more accurately, it should have been envies. Yeah. Envies. Yeah. So for ex ex illustrating what you just said, yeah. It was the envy of Joseph. Joseph's brothers had envy towards Joseph, and that then caused them to hate him, to try and kill and him. Then kill him. Is envy the same as covetousness? Yeah, it's in there. It's I in think there, it? it's yes. close. Yeah, it's yeah, close, it is yeah. close. But it's particularly to do with covetous. Might be just you're covetous for money, but yeah. envy is when you're against another person. You've yeah. got something I don't have, that's and right. I, I don't it. want you to have it, and I want it yeah, for myself, right. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. can be co covetous as well. So you can covet your neighbor's, you know, this. He said, do not covet your neighbor's, you know, whatever, cattle or, or wife, or, you know, you can covet. Yeah. And then that leads to adultery or stealing or yeah. killing or... Yeah. And it's in our flesh, you know. Yeah. And pa no, f for instance, pastors, you know, somebody starts the church down the road and suddenly, you know, you've been going years and now suddenly... And he's thriving. He's outgrowing you. Yeah. You know, and it, it, your flesh is saying, you know, is env can be envious. But you sort that out very quickly to you say need to that be he's careful. not... Yeah, but he, he's popular because he's not preaching the word, brother. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, exactly. he's off beam. He's off beam. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the it's test. The broad really. way that leads to... That's the test when you're walking in the spirit or not. And you, it you, is really. We have to learn to rejoice that yeah. oh, God's blessing him. And what you say God. is, may, you, may your congregation increase and may mine decrease, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that spiritual yet. But, but, um, yeah. Mm. But yes, it was, it was um, from their covetousness, they, he was favoured, yeah. and they were covetous of that. Yeah. And so their envy, it's a dangerous thing. When you see other people being blessed, maybe more than you, you know, you're, yeah. you, you need to, we need to re learn to be thankful for what God's blessed us with and not be covetous for 
By the way, I've never run a church, but I have been involved with various ministries, and I all well, I, I hope that I always, you know, emphasize that, you know, if there is a, I, I hate competition in ministry. It's just something yeah. within me, and I prefer to do something new and different, mm. and leave what I'm doing than get into an internecine, com competitive thing. Um, and yeah, so it can be on mailing lists. It can be, you know, oh, you know, we've got to have this, we've got to control it. I've seen it so many times. I just, if, if God's in it, it's a Gamaliel thing, mm. it will be blessed. And don't try and sheep steal, don't try and, you right. know, compete because God is sovereign over all the ministries. Yes. Maybe we need a little bit more cooperation, especially in these dark days. And in, in the end, all that will matter is have we been faithful to what God's called us yeah. to do? Yeah, that's you know? right. Exactly. And uh, we should not compare ourselves with others. Yeah. yeah. And it can be a curse as well. You know, you build up a really big ministry and then you, you know, it's like a millstone. Yeah. You know, yeah. For, um, what's the word? Sustaining it, feeding it, you know, um, keeping the whole thing going. Yeah. And once it becomes institutionalized, it's, it's, a, it's a, a snare. Okay, that's my comment. John, feel free to comment as I well. I will, no, but I'm going through these definitions yeah. one by one. Yeah. Keep going. Next one is outbursts of wrath. Yes. Which is thumos. Mm. This is boiling over with anger. So this is kind of when you, you, hold, it, you hold it down, but then it explodes. Yeah. Thumos. It's the explosion of anger. Yeah. It's like the volcano. And again, that can have the root, can't it, in things that are going on in your heart. Oh, yeah. Or oh, yes. in some of those other items. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and of course, that can destroy, be very destructive. You know, it's the spirit of vengeance as well. Mm. I, I want to punish you. Mm. And, I, and, and so, like a volcano, you, you scorch your surroundings with the lava. Yeah. The burning lava of yeah. your outburst. You go, you're getting it off your chest. <laughs> you're destroying what people in, in, the, in the. And that would be temper tantrums. And fits mm. and stuff like mm. that. That's the nature of the flesh. Mm. The next one is selfish ambitions or strife. Mm. Erythea. Are some of these things momentary and others things that are sort of what's the word? Endemic or or um, what's that word? You know, they're all potential have. in our flesh. Yeah, but some of them are just flash out and then yes. oh, you repent over it. Some things just literally are there i think it depends um, on, rather on your personality mm. i mean i could get very angry but once it's then it's gone yeah i don't hold on to a grudge or anything i just phew, and then gone yeah but, you know other people they'll fester and mm. and i don't yeah the word that was in my mind was chronic yeah you know, chronic, something that's exactly. chronic, chronic seems is so deep-seated you just yeah. Chronic. You know, you, are, you, you can't escape from Yes, uh, to, as, as Robert Burns well, said, they nurse their wrath to keep it warm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's There's a bit of Scotland coming out. You, you, you're not from the Campbell clan, are you, <laughs> by any chance, John? <laughs> Twice had a, good, a couple of good I mean, Scottish if, anecdotes. If you've, if you've learnt to yield to these things, that's yeah. why you, uh, and it becomes endemic and it becomes yeah. chronic. Mm. Because you've got become practised in it, you've, you've kept yes. yielding to it. Yes. Until it almost seems normal. And, and, so and that can apply to any one of these then, yeah. basically. Okay, I keep interrupting you. Um, what's next? I was just hoping to get through the list, but... Um, yeah, no, I think um, we will. The next one, selfish ambitions I've got here. Is that mm, how it is? I've got that, yeah. Yep. Which is also strife. This is self-seeking focused on itself and the fulfillment of its own desires rather than 
thinking about others, mm. willing to do anything to achieve its goal, mm. even if it means hurting others. And, and that, that, is the, that selfish ambition causes the strife, because if everyone's doing that, self-seeking, you're, you're going to start clashing with, with people seen around that. you. I've seen that so much of it. So what goes is the unity of the spirit, and yes. if the unity of the spirit's gone, there's no blessing. Yeah. It's where, the, where men are gathered together in unity. That's where the blessing flows, Psalm 133. Yeah. So the devil wants to drive disunity yeah. as much as he can because then you're just quenching the spirit and, yeah. and uh, there can be no flow of the spirit. No, no. Yeah. This, there's something about this selfish ambition, which uh, the, you, you read a word again there, where it's, it's, it's sort of brutalizes and tramples yes. on people. Yes. It's Self-consumed, blinded to the needs and feelings of others. That's the one. Self-aggrandizement. I know, yeah. Getting ahead at other people's expense. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I've seen that quite a lot. Yeah. It's really upsetting, actually. You see it and it's, it just jars when you see someone trampling on someone else and discarding them after they've used them because they're, they're just a stepping stone in oh, their yeah. ambition. Go on. Yeah. Well, at, a, at, a, at a sort of domestic level, it can happen in marriages, can't it? The man is so ambitious, is normally the man, not necessarily always, but normally the man who, who, who pursues his ambition, pursues his career for all sorts of reasons that seem very reasonable, but he does it at the expense of his family. Mm. And, and then you get family breakdown and goodness mm. says what else. And, and it's tragic. Mm. Uh, men are very susceptible to that. Yeah. Because, the, the, because of the fall away of good sound teaching in the church, because the government and the administration no longer rooted in Judeo-Christian principles. So success in, in your job is all-consuming. Either you, you fear of getting sacked if you don't perform or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a complete sham and a complete yeah. lie. Yeah. Um, and it's prosecuted at the expense of your relationship with your wife and children. Mm. Yeah. It's normally the men, I'm not saying always, it's normally the men. And you know, that is a, a, an example, the most tragic example of the pursuit of selfish ambition. Yeah. Mm. That's right. It is it's hard, you know. It, uh, it's a vanity. And it's easy yeah. to see it in other people. It's yeah. harder to see that's, it in ourselves. That's a good point. That it's, is a good point. We always need to bear that in mind. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I do, I do <coughs> often think of when Moses said, wrote, and Moses was the most humble man mm -hmm. in all the earth, that he had actually, um, not actually um, contradicting what you're saying, but, but sometimes you have, you've been through it and seen it yourself and <coughs> overcome it, dare I say, not in a non-pharisaical way, I'm not talking about myself, but generally speaking, mm. um, then you really see it all the more clearly in others where they haven't conquered these, some of these things. And, yeah. and um, yeah. it is, yeah, it, it's all the more jarring. So, so um, yeah, so Moses, as you know, through his career, you know, he did have these moments where he was, absolutely ambitious but then uh, as God humbled him and brought him lower he probably did get to that point where he knew all of the traits of this selfish ambition but he had already been as it were delivered from them but he could see it all there or he, he, he could see all the proud aggrandizement so he could genuinely either he was so proud he didn't see it in himself no, or no, he actually saw it 
all around, so he knew he I was the most was, humble. I believe that was a true statement. I believe and that's I think true. maybe I, God told him he was. Yes, yes. I don't know, but yes. he, it certainly is scripture. That's it, exactly. So, so it's got to be true. Yeah. yeah and, that, and God dealt with That's it, how you know, I would explain in it. In those 40 years, I'm sure, as you say. I think so, yeah. God dealt with a lot of his pride. Yeah, yeah. Yes, going from prince to shepherd, yeah. that's quite a fall, isn't it? Yeah. And so there would have been... I do wrestle with it. Yeah. In one sense, I'm, what you're noticing is I'm sort of personalising some of these because, you know, you, you have yeah. an experience here and there. And I, I've wrestled with this, you know, ambition on the one hand with indolence on the other because you can make, it, make indolence virtuous because you say, oh, no, I don't want to be am selfish ambition. You don't want ambition because it, it, it's corrosive and, you know, all these terrible selfish traits. Selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. It says um, uh, yeah, of you course. have an ambition Correct. to, to be a, a, an elder, I think, in Timothy. That's right. That That's was right. a good that thing. That was a good thing. So isn't there a danger if, that if you, you are sit ambitious, back and do nothing? If you're ambitious for the glory of God, yeah. then you, know, you'll you will really not will. be passive. No, you, that's you will, good. good you know answer, what I mean? You're just looking it to yourself and ignoring everyone else. We're not going to get through the list. We've got no. two minutes left, but that's because of no. all my interruptions. No, no. <laughs> but it's, it's quite a long list. Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, we carry want on. to do one week. more? Yeah, go for it. We've got two minutes. Dissensions or seditions, decostasia, mm. to stand apart from, mm. to rebel against, disloyalty, defiance of you know, genuine authority. Um, so one thing about the flesh is it, it hates submission to authority. Mm. And, and so it will, you know, separate from, yeah. um, rebel against. Um, so that's another aspect of the really flesh. Good. Yeah, really good. So we're really building each other up here today. <laughs> <laughs> we've, only got, I've been, we've pretty well got through the list. We're in the last minutes. Um, these are the sinful... What did, what did it, what it describes the acts of the sinful nature? How, how does it describe it in our... Um, the works of the flesh. The works of the flesh. I think we're getting the message. <laughs> um, and there's a lot more, isn't there, to add to this. I think we'll be, we'll be trying to give as much expression of what Paul is saying is obvious. I think we all know deep down what it is, but it's helpful uh, very much, I think, spiritually helpful for us to consider these wicked things. We'll see you next week. Mm.